Good afternoon from Darwin. It's coming up to 3 p.m. Australian Central Standard Time. It is currently 33 degrees centigrade. It feels like 42. The wind's from the northwest at 21 kilometres an hour, but I can tell you from much experience today, it's gusting a little bit higher than that. Chance of rain is about 1 to 0%. And the humidity is only 62%, which might sound a bit high to anybody anywhere else. Right at the moment, in the wet season in Darwin, 62%. We'll take that. It's pretty good. Bill Quinn from Overhead Productions. This is a little recording for someone on Twitter. She knows who she is, and the reason I'm not saying her full name, J Full Stop, is that I'll probably use this a little bit later. And I do apologise for the delay. I was out and about ordering a flag for Overhead Productions, apart from anything else, and doing some other things. So, the story which I was explaining on Twitter, is about a connection. And I do connections, that's what I do. If you've seen the old Monty Python skit about word association, my brain fires off at a million miles an hour. And a couple of years ago, I was concerned that maybe my memory was starting to fade, maybe I was getting early onset something or other. So what I've done, a little bit up until that time, but more and more and more, is I don't take notes. I don't take, well, I do take business cards, but I don't look up everything. I try and rely, 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 I try and rely, rely on my grey brain, thank you, Morris Gleitzman, instead of my grey squishy brain, instead of the black plastic brain. So, I don't have to think too much about dates, about years, colours, songs, things like that. It's all upstairs. There is a risk that if I got, well, <laughs> like two nights ago or three nights ago call it two nights ago when I came off a scooter for the fourth time ever that if I took a blow to the head I'd lose a lot of stuff but that's the risk you take 2002 back in the days when we had mobile phones but maybe we went around to people's places a bit more and maybe by that stage we weren't getting into the whole oh yeah I'll be there I'll be there I'll be, be there and then five minutes before the oh yeah nah and then be flaky and not turn up. I went around to a dinner party held by a friend of mine. I'll call her Jeanette. And she got about six of us around. Some of us knew each other, some of us didn't. And the deal was this, bring your own drinks, food's laid on, but bring a cassette tape with six songs that you really like and we'll do a bit of a shuffle around, play the songs. You don't have to do a big introduction or whatever but songs that you really like. Let's share some music. Sensational idea. I'm not saying that it was her original original idea. However, it worked a treat. And I brought along six songs that I was, and I had to really think about it to whittle it down to six. Two of them were by the band New Order. True Faith, when I played that, oh, everyone, everyone at the table said, oh, I think I know, the, I've heard this. I never knew that was what it's called. Oh, I've never heard it before. This is brilliant. Uh, I'm a big fan of the video clip too. The song itself has been redone, remastered, remixed many times since about 1986, I think it came out. That would be a guess, if not then, 87. And there's a 12-inch version and so on and so forth. But I played the, at that time, the record edit. But a little bit later, I played the song No Regrets or No Regret. I keep forgetting if it's singular or plural. That went down like the proverbial turd in a salad bowl. Nobody liked it. Oh, this is awful. This is horrible. But
But then it got a bit worse. Oh, this is rubbish. What were you thinking? What was wrong with your brain that you liked this song? It got to that level. I think I had to step out and have a breath of fresh air because I felt really targeted. And it wasn't me being uh, self-pitying. It wasn't me being, uh, you know, a little bit glass jawed, a little bit brittle. It was full on. I could not work out why this song elicited so much hatred and it was almost rabid so the night went on that passed off we had a great night we we forgot about we moved on every now and again someone would get say oh bill have you got another song just not that one you played before and i hope the rest of your stuff's not that crap this is a few years before i got into the music industry now the reason i can remember it was the 12th of october was that we got rolling drunk by and by, the other four left. I crashed out on my friend's couch. She toddled off to bed. And at some time the next morning, when the sun was well up, she shuffled out just as I'm trying to work out if my tongue needs a shave or if my head needs to be screwed on properly because I was pretty hungover and so was she. Struggled out, started to think about coffee and what have you. Turned on the television for the news or for some background noise. And of course the coverage was thick, thick, thick with the first Bali bombing, which happened on 12 October 2002. Total coincidence, around about six weeks ago, call it seven to eight weeks ago, I met a survivor. And he's more than a survivor. He is kicking goals up and down the park. Successful multi-business owner, lives on the road, although he's doing a little bit better than this bloke who lives on the road. He's got a lovely wife, he's got three children, and he's got many businesses, companies, not businesses, companies. And he and she manage them remotely and they travel around. Fantastic guy. I remember that bit. Now, here's the next part of it. <clears throat> okay, that started the seeds of my thinking, is it a good song? Is it a bad song? Is it a song I like? Is it a song I don't like? And where do you draw the line and what's the criteria? So I don't do best and worst. I've been doing music media now for 15 years and before that entertainment for another 14. When asked to write about the best songs of X year, like 2012 or whatever, I say, no, I can't do that. I can write about my five favorite songs or my five favorite albums. Cannot tell you it's good or bad. I can tell you I like it. I can tell you others like it and I can tell you what they say and what I think but I can't tell you something's good or bad because art is subjective. You can do awards and things and you can put some metrics out about sales and you can have two or three or 16 or an academy full of people jointly vote on what they think is the, what they know is their favorite and for whatever reasons and then you can do a you know, weighted average or which they do for the Eurovision Song Contest or a simple average or a simple total aggregate and all that sort of thing. But to line up a screamy, shouty, Nordic heavy metal song against a Colombian folk tune sung by farmers from a collective around the campfire recorded on a, a MP3 player and then produced and put out for mass consumption, I'm going to say that there's no real way of 
objectively comparing those. So why do we bother with best and worst? That's my thing. I don't think it was the next day. I think it was a little bit later. I was at the same place, same friend. We're in the back garden and I was having a little bit of an existential crisis. More than existential, well, less than existential. It was just about my interactions with people and a whole bunch of things. And I won't say the words that I use, but I asked, we'll call her Jeanette, why is this so? What, why am I failing at this in life? Didn't expect her to come up with an answer, but she had a couple of ideas. And one of them she said was, do you know what? You overhear things. You store things, you remember things, but then you go one step further and you tell people what you remember, what you heard. Years later even, it's like you've got some sort of recording device in your head and you recall these things and people like us mere mortals, we don't do that so that when you re report it, it freaks people out. That's what you do, you overhear things. And I thought long and hard about that because I was already at that stage writing a column and had done for years and years and years, since 1992, called Overheard in the Tea Room. So maybe there was a little bit of, you know, nominative determinism or coincidence or linking things or word association of her own. But she was fair dinkum about that and she'd made that connection. I took all of that, wrapped it up with the fact that my hearing was starting to go and on the 3rd of December 2003, I registered a business in the ACT called Overheard Productions. Cut forward to 2020, no, 20, 2019, possibly 2020. I was a radio presenter on 1041 Territory FM, Darwin's greatest hits and your favourite new music. Semi-commercial, community station, but presents very much as a commercial station. Excuse me. And we used to do a thing called the Fresh 4 at 4. They might still do it. So 4 o'clock in the afternoon, four songs that were released, if not that year, then very recently. And this song keep coming up, Castles by Freya Riding. Not then, not since, not now, as recently as a couple of hours ago when I listened to it again. Never, ever, ever get sick of it. Now. Back in 2002, I loved No Regret so much, I thought, do you know what? This is the perfect song. The production qualities are fantastic. The lyrics, this is before I'd seen the video. That record, that's got a specific meaning, the record. And you can talk about a song as the record. In fact, I think it's the pinnacle, the top song out of the, uh, oh, what's the main American awards? Grammys is for the record of the year. And people say, oh, records, like we don't have records anymore. No, it's about the record. Not just about the song, not just about the lyrics, not just about the musicianship, not just about any of that. It's the whole article, the record, the recording. And I used to think that No Regret, it's, I can't remember, I should know, is perfect. I don't anymore. And I'm not saying I can pick out any flaws in it. Sometimes I will listen to music. And even though my hearing's not particularly good, I now am experienced enough, I won't say trained, I'm experienced enough to pick out flaws and say, ah, that's a bit of a shame. So, when Castles came along by Freya Ridings, I used to, I still do, 
as recently as a couple of weeks ago down as recently as a couple of weeks ago down in Alice Springs I was walking out of a bar called the Gapview Hotel and I was pretty down and that song suddenly came over the speakers and within about 20 seconds I was pumped up I was awake I was alive and I walked out and I started belting it out in a variation of tenor and bass baritone I do one line uh, in the melody I do another line in the harmony and I repeated refrains from it over and over again it gave me that lift but at some point in the last few weeks I've gone a bit hunting on YouTube and found different versions of it one of them is for some charity it's Freya doing that song a cappella, not a cappella, acoustically, acoustically, so no production except what's coming through the desk. And she's doing it pretty much with her and the piano. And that's it. And if you've got enough interest, dear listener, you can go to YouTube, find that, and remember it's for a charity, it's raw, it's her. I don't know what her connection with the song is. I've never heard her explain what it's about. I've got my own educated guesses. But have a listen to The Voice. Compare it with the studio version that goes underneath the video. And you can draw your own conclusions. Is there a moral to the story? Probably. Am I gonna tell you what my moral is? Nah. Because to quote my late brother, and I've quoted him just recently, when I asked him in 1996 about one of his songs and said, what does this lyric mean? He said, Bill, whatever it means to you, that's the meaning that's attached to it. You put your own meaning into it, you take it out, your own meaning out of the lyric that I created, the song that I created. It's Bill Quinn from Overheard Productions. If you can pick the bones and the cherry stones or anything roughly similar to that, it is currently 13 minutes past three in Darwin. I hope you're well, that you're cool, that you're warm, that you're well hydrated, because I need to now, because I've been mucking my vocal folds up doing this, but luckily I am vocally trained and I've been bypassing my vocal folds as I speak. However, just heard, that I need to clear my throat. And I'm not gonna do that with you listening. So I'm gonna sign off. I wish you could see what I'm looking at. I'll take some photos. Good afternoon from Darwin.